0: Silhouette, I'm just a lost cause. So listen to all of the voices if you hear them. They'll call you crazy but I'll call
1: you sharp and brilliant. Don't pity the mastermind. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. This is Angelo coming at ya, and it is episode 39. I can't believe it. That we are up this high. I can't believe that bands still even want to talk to us. It's I can't ri- believe
2: we can count that high. That's just yeah, crazy. It's
1: kind of ridiculous. We are really breaking that ceiling here every episode, every single time. Everybody, you heard the voice. Welcome to the podcast every time. It's my co-host, Mr. Brandon Robertson. What up, B? Yo, what up, Angela? <laughs> you know he's saying Angela because I was telling him a story before we started recording about... When I was in elementary school and they would do a rule call, they always would go through the list and when they got to my name and the G's, they'd say it's Angela Gargaro here. And I would refuse to respond. If you're not going to get my name right, I'm not going to fucking answer. So that was like in fifth grade, I was a badass and I still am. Um, what well, I don't get is why it was the first name. It was they never said Angelo Gargaro or or Ger- Ger- Well, they definitely got the last name wrong, but that's okay. they were changing my gender by by saying it incorrectly. And let me tell you who I am. So, let me tell you who's on the podcast now, Brandon. Who is and it? Everybody listening, uh, we are so 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 stoked. I know there's been a lot of buzz on the socials about this one. So everybody, help me. And welcoming, we've got Alex, George, and Bo from Green Screen Kid. What up, guys? Yo! Hey, man. What's up? What hey, thanks up. for having us. How's it going, guys? What you up to right now?
3: Oh, you know, just chilling. We actually are uh, playing Nintendo Switch, the new Zelda game. So How
2: is it? I heard, nice. I heard the Switch is fucking sweet.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, Uh So that's on pause. And now we're uh, doing this uh, kick ass interview with you guys. We're digging the energy. Excited for this. I'll tell you what,
1: um, you know, we we talk to a good amount of bands and and, and I always feel like they they put things on hold for us to to give us the amount of time that we need for a podcast. But never have I felt the sacrifice like I feel right now that you guys are pausing (laughs) this game. I mean, I can't imagine. It's not
2: just a game. We're talking (laughs) Zelda here, man. How many wasted hours of my life playing Ocarina of Time and every other Zelda game ever?
1: This this is quite, quite the honor, gentlemen. Uh, thank you for putting uh, Zelda on pause. It is quite the compliment. Um, we are so we are so stoked to have you guys here today, and we want to dive right into things because there's a really a lot to cover, it, and not necessarily because. Uh, the, we, ha- we have a good game plan. We never have a great game plan here at, at Spinning Thoughts, but Green Screen Kid just has so much going on right now that we have a shit ton to talk about. You're so, making it easy for us. Very easy. So, uh, guys, let's dive in. On May the 5th, the band will release its newest EP titled The Mastermind. Congratulations on this upcoming release. We're right over a month until the world hears it. How you guys feeling about this right now? This is definitely our
3: most in-your-face and record yet, so we're really excited. Yeah. We're, we can't wait for May fifth. Yes. Yep. <laughs> this one's different than any EP we've ever released. Our last one, Wild Like Hearts, a little more pop, pop-punk, pop-rock-ish. This one it's basically what we always wanted to be. We want to be a rock band, and this is a rock EP. We love it.
1: You know, I'm glad you guys brought that point up because before the interview, Brandon and I were listening to all the music from Green Screen Kid from the beginning until now, just so we really, really understand the evolution. And I asked Brandon, I was like, "Dude, these new tracks off of the upcoming EP, The Mastermind, are like fucking in your face. They're
2: unlike any of the rest. I mean, it's it is it's wild,
1: very, very much kick ass. I mean, I'm 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 utterly impressed by it so far. And I was wondering if I just wasn't on the right page." but I think I am. I mean, you guys are intentionally heading this direction. Talk to me about this evolution into the new EP.
3: Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, we're, we're very big on rock bands. We grew up with like Muse and 30 seconds to Mars, and my chemical romance and all these big arena rocking bands. So all along this is kind of the direction we wanted to go. But um, a lot of our lyrics really drove like the music of the, of the, the tracks as well. Um, there's a lot of things to be angry about these days. Uh, there's a lot <laughs> yes. of to be, a lot of things to be passionate about these days. So we really channeled that into our craft on this one, and it was really the right time to really show this more rock side of GSK.
1: I can't wait to to hear more um I, I'm we're gonna talk a little bit more about you know the depth of this EP, but before we get into some of that, i I was looking as hard as I could. And I really couldn't find a track list necessarily for the new EP. Can you guys tell me how many tracks are going to be on this? Uh, It's four tracks that's
3: going to be on this EP.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Now, um, some other really exciting news about this EP. I'm going to let you guys talk about it. So, it was recorded with someone that a lot of the listeners might know. Um, So, guys... Who was involved with the recording and, and talk to us about just the whole experience to where we are here today?
3: Hate uh, to burst of bubble, but he actually didn't record this one. He recorded our single Canvas Skies. Oh. That was
1: back in December. Interesting. But, um, okay. But yeah. Um, so is Canvas Skies out- going to be on the EP? Uh, nope. That was a standalone single. Interesting. Okay. Um, so you guys really have a lot going on.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're always busy pumping out new music as an independent artist. You really need to just release as much as you can to keep the buzz going and keep your profile going. Otherwise, you kind of just fade off into nothing, which
1: we don't want. Right. No, and and your fans don't want it either. Your fans are actually really, really incredible people. So, So then bring me up to speed, apparently, on who was involved in the recording and producing of this upcoming EP, The Mastermind.
3: Sure. Um, well, it was recorded and produced and mixed by an uh, awesome guy up here in Wisconsin named Eric LeBros over at Cherry Pit Studios. Uh, we work well with him. He's actually a rock specialist. He has a lot of ties with like, the WWE and mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and then it was mastered by Joel Wanasek who uh, has worked with bands like Machine Head, Vinyl Theater. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... A lot. He's more of like a metal master. He masters and mixes like a lot of metal records and stuff. But yeah, he's he's great. Eric's great, and uh, perfect team to work on the mastermind. It's, it was just great. Yep. And this isn't the first time we worked with Eric either or Joel. Uh, we decided that it was it would be a great idea to you know wrap things up with um, um, Ryan and then go back to Eric just because Eric was such a specialist in rock music. So we really we really thought it would be a good fit, and we went back and. We're very happy we did. He did a great job on the record. So we're really happy to work with them and really happy with how it turned out.
1: So you guys were talking about how Ryan was involved with Canvas Skies then. So my apologies on the assumption that he carried into the rest of the EP. How did you guys get involved with him? uh, And and why did you guys approach Canvas Skies as just a separate single uh, away from the EP? Bring me up to speed on this whole thought process.
3: Sure. Well, uh, we got we got in contact we got in contact with Ryan uh, through his manager actually, and uh, Ryan digged our stuff, and uh, we were able to we had a few days booked down in Nashville, and we uh, just wanted to record one song and really just use that, just put all our efforts into pushing just one song on its own. So uh, we uh, had a few demos ready, and then we had the song "Can Disguise." We showed him it. He really liked it, and it was. Um, very similar to the direction that all time low was going with yeah because uh, ryan was w- fresh out of the studio when they just finished their uh their new record with right. Fuel by ramen so so it has that vibe to it so and Kansas guys had that same vibe so it just fit perfect mm-hmm. so so we were just re- it just things were just clicking right away and we got along with ryan great awesome dude um and we were very happy with how it turned out and so are our fans we we're it's so stoked about it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's 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 been a a great ride. I think it came out, you know, around December of 2016. Everyone's been digging it, and, and there's just so much content coming from Green Screen Kid right now. Uh, it's really phenomenal. You also did a music video for Canvas Skies. Now, um, it looked like you guys had a, really a lot of fun. You you got to break shit in the video, which you know to me <laughs> that's always a good time. So, what was it like? doing the music video for Canvas Skies. Um, is there is there one of you guys who's kind of like the standout actor and then also somebody who's just really not <laughs> good at doing music videos? Can we, can we, like, lay out the dirt?
3: All right, let's lay out the dirt. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think that all of us, like, you know, when it comes down to a music video, we play our own part. I mean, when we put the videos together, we all – have our own ideas that we kind of convolves and come together with and make up for it. Um, and obviously the help of our awesome director who's done all of our music videos so far, Peter Doucette, Um he, he's been, he's been really good at making all of our ideas come to life and uh, really contributing well to that. But to answer your, to answer the second part of your question though, I think, uh, I think George and Bora combined the best actors. <laughs> Both <bold> because, he, <laughs> because he's fucking ridiculously good looking.
0: Oh
1: my gosh. And you, George you are a good because, looking man, Bo. <laughs> oh,
3: my God. George, because George, George is always the one who says I'm not gonna risk my life for production, and then he risks his life for production. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. So like, George had the best part, I think, out of breaking all that stuff. I think I broke a vast a, a vast a vase full of water and uh Alex got to smash a piggy bank full yes. of coins. Yeah, but I got to smash a freaking TV, dude. Yes, yeah, that's I know. Exactly- that was nothing a baseball bat. But basically, he told us he wasn't going to break it while it was on because he didn't want the TV to fucking blow up and like blow his face off. I don't know.
1: I mean, that, that sounds a per- little bit more rock and roll to do it that way.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's what we thought too. <laughs> yeah, let, let's tone it and down he, he and turn the TV off and unplug it. And <laughs> then he forgot to unplug it. He did it anyway and it was fucking sweet. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, is that <laughs> is that really <laughs> what
1: happened? It was actually on then? Yeah,
3: yeah. Like I think uh, like one one of the frames in it. If you take it, like really slow in the video, you can actually see like fire in the inside of the TV of everything like blowing up. Like honestly, I have, honestly, I, do I that, noticed that, it.
1: I noticed it, and I I almost I honest to God said to myself, I wonder if that's CGI. Like it looked, right. it, it looked pretty yeah. fucking awesome. So that was the real <laughs> deal then, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, it's scary enough. Yeah, that was legit. There was no editing whatsoever in that. So. Were you
1: guys, like, yeah, I, on, another thought I was thinking when I was watching all through you guys break shit. Were you, like, nervous <laughs> at all that it was going to, like, come back and cut you? Or, like, was there any any kind of, like, apprehension to that at all? Um, I mean, not too much. I mean,
3: I think that we 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 thought we were, you know, in well control of what we were doing. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, anything can happen. With any, you know, any dangerous. But, but at the same time, you can't, like, hold back because you only get one take at it. Because the thing you're breaking is going to be broken after
1: yeah. one. <laughs> you're
2: like, all right, let's go spend another 1200 on a TV. That one didn't work out. Well, that wasn't, like, a flat <laughs> screen. It wasn't a flat
1: screen. I mean, that that's the kind of TV that doesn't work anymore unless you, like, get one of those uh, antennas or something, it looked like. And know? it's weird. Uh, like,
2: places like Goodwill and thrift stores, they won't even take those analog TVs anymore.
1: You have to pay. To have somebody take it away, it costs like 50 bucks to throw away a TV these days. Isn't that nuts? So you might have been able to get one for pretty cheap then. Nope. TV is becoming an old medium. Now, guys, uh, the band released the first single, I believe, off of the the upcoming EP. It's called Mastermind. Uh, It was at the beginning of March, and this song kicks ass no fucking
2: doubt it <laughs> kicks
1: ass dude thank you honestly so in a couple previous episodes i've said my favorite album so far this year has been from a will away called here again and and it stands true right now it is one of my favorite albums of 2017 i think that your ep is going to rival that um if mastermind is any indication of what the rest of the ep is going to sound like so can you guys give us some insight is mastermind representative of the rest of the EP or the direction of the band um yes and no
3: yes I think it's a I think it's a represent representation of the EP and the future of the band because I think like I said rock is definitely where we want to be and like we really want to channel some of those emotions that I feel like has been taken out of rock and roll in like the mainstream media. And uh, no, because we still kind of have that pop side to us. And once the whole EP comes out, you'll be able to hear, there's a really cool song on it. It's called, um, we renamed it a billion times. It's called remember now. That's what it's called, (laughs) right? Yeah. Yeah. We went through like five different names, but yeah, that was a really emotional song. That's one of our favorites. Um, It's about, it's just about like loss, losing loss in general is very open ended about whether you're losing someone like through death or like splitting up with like in a relationship or anything like that. It's a really touching song. So it's a little bit of a break in the album, but the rest of it is just like fucking kick ass rock. Well,
2: That's you crazy. mentioned there's a, a, a pop site to it. And my next question is, I've seen that you guys have, have tweeted that someone who listened to it said sounds like a mix of, of Motorhead and 21 Pilots. Uh, so first off, yeah. that's a, a fucking hell of a compliment to have uh, and an even more diverse comparison. But what do you guys think about that comparison?
3: I think that's a pretty fair comparison. I mean, we're actually pretty big fans of like the old school metal bands like Priest and Motorhead. I feel like the songs that we wrote for this specific EP, we really pulled from that while combining like the more modern 21 Pilots that we've been known to be playing recently. So, mm-hmm. yes, it's an accurate comparison. I, I fucking love it. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: would be thrilled if That's somebody fair. told that to me of music that I created. I, I would think that I'm definitely on the right track at that moment in time. So um, I, I would think that you guys are right where you need to be. Um, and, and as Brandon and I have kind of alluded to, uh, you know, the new EP, The Mastermind, it sounds slightly edgier and in your face rock. Than previous material. So, um, what is influencing your music most recently? Are there certain bands? And I know you kind of alluded a little bit to some like old old school metal, but is there like anything in particular you can give us to kind of nibble on as to what's influencing the music for Green Screen Kid? And is it
2: different than before? Because influences can change. I mean, they do change with time. There's nothing. You know, as time continues, your influences will grow, and, and where you find inspiration changes. So, what's different now than than what you've been writing in the past?
3: Um, we well, we did pick up a few new influences since since the last uh, time we were in the studio um, to full, record an EP. Um, there's a band that's breaking really big out of Japan right now, all over the world, called One Ok Rock. Yes, and right now, that is our, like biggest core influence at the moment. We've been listening to them a ton. They're just badass rock and roll. And I think they're changing the game because they're bringing a Japanese influence over to America right. and other parts of the world. We're trying to, you know, just capitalize on that because that's what we want to do too. And they're just great. And so that's our main influence. And then um, like, obviously like some of those old metal bands we were talking about in 21 pilots trying to come trying to combine everything together to, to do something that's you know unique to us, mm-hmm. and also stay modern at the same time. Yes,
1: guys. Today, here at the Spinning Thoughts podcast, we have the absolute honor to debut for the first time anywhere a track off the new EP, The Mastermind. We can't wait for everyone to hear it. So make sure you tweet us your thoughts after you listen at Spin Thoughts Pod, and obviously let the dudes know at GSK Band. What you're thinking. So, uh, guys, what do you think? Are are we down with playing Reckless off of uh, the upcoming EP, The Mastermind, for everyone to get down with?
3: All I'm going to say is hell fucking yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You guys couldn't have given me a better answer. So, uh, let's do this. We are going to play for the first time. I'm so goddamn excited. For the first time, we're playing Reckless. Off of the upcoming EP from Green Screen Kid, The Mastermind. Enjoy.
0: Here we go again, cycle never ends. We try. Tell us now we must, but we don't care.
1: That was "Reckless" by a Green Screen Kid. It is off of their upcoming EP, which will drop on May the fifth. It's called "The Mastermind." Guys, before we move on from this particular song, everybody just heard it for the first time ever. So, thank you again for debuting it on Spinning Thoughts Podcast. Give us some insight into "Reckless." What's it about? What was it like writing, recording this? Give us, give us everything you got. Sure. Okay.
3: Well, this was a song that me, Alex, wrote. Because um, normally, Bo is our lyricist. I write lyrics for a few songs. Right. This one, um, I just kind of. This is, this song is a face full of fuck you. So, <laughs> yes! <laughs> and it feels that way. It fucking yes. rocks, man. Sarah, you can, you, you can use that as a tagline when you tweet this or so whatever. Going to. A face <laughs> full of fuck you. <laughs> but um basically it's just about our struggles as you know an independent artist and like you know we're at a very unique stage of the game where we're trying to put ourselves up out there and reach up to you know people who can really make a difference in our career and you're going to hear a lot more no's than yeses so reckless was just a song about me just taking a pen and paper and getting all my thoughts about that off my chest just saying gotta find a way gotta find a way We'll do anything, even if we throw it all away. We're, we're sacrificing a lot for this band, like personally, professionally. Um, so we just let it all out on paper. So that's kind of what it's about lyrically. As far as musically, uh, it was actually a riff that Bo sent me when we were in another band back in uh, 2011. Oh, wow. Just some scratch iPhone recording. And I'm like, hey, this is a cool riff. And then uh 2016, when we were writing for the EP, I'm like, you know what? Let's use this. This is badass. So we just built, built a structure around it and then wrote the lyrics. And it turned out to be my personal favorite on the EP. All three of us have personal favorites. But this one is uh, the Alex favorite of the EP. So mm-hmm. then I
1: think that <laughs> warrants us to ask then, uh, George and Bo, what do you guys dig the most off of the upcoming EP, The Mastermind?
3: Oh, my personal favorite is actually the title track, Mastermind. I just love how in your face it is. It's a different kind of in your face from Reckless. I just like the way it was written, the way it's just, the, the hook is there. It's just really good overall. Yeah, believe it or not, that was actually a song that when we were picking songs for the EP before it was named, uh, we almost didn't use it. And then all of a Whoa. sudden, George, like, came, we almost came, yeah, George came up and he was like, no, no, we have to use it and we're like you know what like he made his point and we're like yeah all right we'll put it on there and <laughs> and that was the producer's favorite too so we yeah. ended up so we ended up making that the album cover or the album title as well avoiding so, a grave mistake
1: so does this mean then that there's another song that was kind of battling that track that did not make the EP um
3: not necessarily i mean if anything probably there were incomplete songs yeah on. okay yeah
1: yeah you know, we talked, guys, earlier here in this episode about you being really busy. You're everywhere. Um, when I was writing questions, I actually had to, like, think, man, I, I don't know if I can fit everything into this interview uh, because you have that much going on. So that's a good problem to have. But uh, the band was recently featured in the March edition of Rock Sound. So that that's uh, an amazing publication um, across the pond. So you guys made it. You guys have... Apparently, uh, a good amount of people that dig you outside the U.S. So what was the process like getting things in line for this? And all together, what was the experience like? Uh, The process
3: was really simple, actually. I just uh, woke up one morning, brushed my teeth, checked my email, and... uh, uh, one of the editors emailed me said they wanted to feature the band in the next issue of Rock Sound. Jesus so, Christ!
1: I wish it was really that easy. Yeah, you no know? shit. <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: and, and what I, I find odd is most of these I, these bands from England are trying to be published in the United States. You, you're you're taking the reverse of that.
3: I think it has a I think it has a lot to do with um, you know the since it's the all time low they were on the cover of the magazine they're like the featured band or whatever. And we just got out of the studio with Ryan. I think yeah. that's the link, I think. And uh, we actually uh, were exchanging a few texts with Ryan. He uh, he said that when they were doing their cover shoot or whatever, they said that they were going to reach out to it We told them that they were going to reach out to us. So looks like it was in the plans to reach out to us.
1: That That's a great opportunity. There's Some of the best bands are featured in Rock Sound. Um, we haven't been able to get our hands on a copy yet. Uh, But can you guys fill us in a little bit on what that article kind of touched on?
2: And can you tell us how to get our hands on a copy?
1: Uh, Oh, yeah. I mean,
2: no, (laughs) no, that's the Internet. I want a copy like my hands. I want to physically touch a copy and open it. How can I do that?
3: (laughs) uh rock sound.com. um you can just order the magazines get a bunch of physical copies we ordered like eight copies of them so, so
1: that was now. a passive aggressive way of saying the internet brandon just like i told you are you saying re-
2: <laughs> well there's a difference in ordering it on the internet and reading and i guess i should have looked at both options
0: <laughs>
3: But yeah anyways um the article is basically just uh, telling our, our a little bit about our backstory. And uh, how green screen kid came to be, and talked touched a little bit on working with Ryan, and uh, that was the bulk of what the uh, the article was about. And then Emma Matthews, who did the interview with us, she was great, super cool, did a perfect job um, portraying our story on the in the article. They compared us actually to one OK Rock all time low and twenty one Pilots, which was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we love all those
0: fans
1: now you know I as I was doing some research guys on, on the band before the interview um, I actually I think it was an interview that Alex did I can't remember the um, the site or the publication but the the question was asked where green screen kid the name came from we don't always ask that question some bands don't seem to like to answer that they like to be cryptic they don't they don't want people necessarily to know sometimes it means nothing and so they just don't you know
2: i think that's what it is when they get mad it just doesn't mean there's anything no meaning to them, but they, they want to act know. like
1: there is a meaning behind it but it seems yeah. like there is a meaning behind green screen kid can we just hear a little bit about that um uh on on the naming of the band you're correct when you assume that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah sure um we wanted
3: to, when we were first forming this band, we really wanted to have the name mean something, and we had the perfect story for it. So, it's, so, I guess I'll just start at the beginning. Bo, when he first started playing guitar and got into music, he'd upload videos of himself playing on YouTube in front of the green screen in his room. He kind of went viral on a pretty big message board. And, but the thing about that is, I mean, it was bad. It was it was out of control. It, was like when I it was wasn't control. like this dude's hot and a great guitar player. It was real I mean I taught myself how to play and I was only like 11 or 12 so I mean I thought I was good but in reality I was horrible. <laughs> like it was but but yeah so so like they were making memes of him and stuff and then really? Bo was, Yeah. And Bo was actually a, a few years after that started going on. We we found Bo on YouTube and he actually went to school with our younger brother. Bo's like five years younger than us, me and George. But um, so we found him. We saw his YouTube page. He like, hey, this kid has like a lot of good potential. And he likes a lot of the same music we do. So we, audition- we auditioned him to join our band at the time. And then a couple months later, we discovered the page. And we realized it was for all the wrong reasons. Like, and they were call- made a name for him. They called him the green screen kid. Yeah, I was and- that kid who played guitar that sucked in front of the green screen. So they just called <laughs> him. But the interesting thing about this is, and I, I kind of leave this a lot out of a lot of interviews. when I do it is, both. I don't know if he, he didn't care, or if he didn't give a shit, because he he honestly like didn't. I don't think he even knew what was going or like understood <laughs> what was going on. Yeah, he just he just kept practicing and practicing and like focusing on what he was doing. He's he's like a machine. He just kept like working on it and like didn't let the the negative distractions like bother him at all. Like he just kept going he didn't care so eventually he he got to as good as what i mean he got to really fucking good as good as i think he is
0: played a mastermind group (laughs) group.
3: and uh we um when we were thinking of band names we brought that up to him and he hated the idea really (laughs) i I thought thought it sounded so weird like at first at first you know this name that these like and and these guys who were like he was hundreds of people like from I mean, area specifically, it was from like the uh, the UK areas where uh, this all originated from. And I mean, it was it was like people that were like ten years older than me at the time, like like talking about me like crazy on this page. So I just thought it was weird, you know. Like when George and Alex brought up the idea of naming the band after this name that I've been called for years by these people. So at first I resented it, but but yeah, and he thought it was and like. You tried using the argument like green screen kid is like well it doesn't make sense we're not one kid I'm like well what about Fallout Boy they're not one
1: boy <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was actually the selling point I remember <laughs> yeah after after
1: that you can't really argue it anymore I mean at that point that's where <laughs> that's when you're like okay green screen kid it is um, but seriously I love I really do love that story and you know I don't know if I'm looking too much into it but I think that it really provides like a great um, like Lesson for those, for like your fans and for those who listen to you. To me, you know, somebody in a different position may have, you know, said, No, there's no way I'm going to name my band Green Screen Kid. Like it reminds me of something maybe negative or it just not like good vibrations, right? But you decided to take something that people used uh, negatively and to create it not into something positive, but something that is becoming monstrous something that is really really uh encapsulating um y- young kids and, and and every and people of all ages right now i mean i think it's a great story is there is there a message like that in the band to just kind of be yourself and to not let others bring you down
2: sounds like a face full of fun yeah you, i mean you, you hit me. the
1: nail right on the head.
3: You, you hit the nail right on the head with that description actually that is exactly what we were going for with the band name, we just wanted to take something negative turn it around and and not not use it against anybody but just like make it a very positive thing and when you say uh like if we have any kind of message with our songs we actually have a song that once again you like described perfectly we have a song called just do my thing and it's literally the chorus just like repeatedly is all about saying like you don't want to be what other people tell you to be you just want to be yourself just do your own thing so i mean it's that's Perfect. And it's, I mean, it's reflective in a lot of our lyrics, too. Like, if you go back to our earlier recordings, like Doorways and Floodgates, Doorways and and Floodgates holding me down, fuck no. We're not letting the Doorways and Floodgates hold us down. Then you go to a newer song like Mastermind. Don't pity the Mastermind. The Mastermind being like the voice in your head. Fuck the Mastermind. Fuck him.
0: (laughs) I love you guys. I love you guys. Seriously. (laughs) I love
1: that you're just, like, being yourselves. You're saying what you want to say. Brandon and I talk about it all the time. We're bands. Like, they won't swear. They won't just, like, kind of relax and be themselves with us on the podcast. You guys, I can definitely feel that you're just kind of being yourselves. You're with your boys. You guys are, are getting into the groove. I appreciate it. I really, really do. Thank you guys yeah, for much. Yeah, absolutely, here. man. Dude, I, I love this
3: because normally, like, when we're on, like, like you know, like, regular radio interview at our local radio, like, we have to be so tame because we can't just fucking swear out of nowhere. Right. So, that's just like... <laughs>
1: This is my chance now. It's quick. You get it all out of your system with Spinning Thoughts podcast, so you could tone it down with everybody else. So we really, really appreciate it. Um, so, guys, we we want to jump into something here real quick that that I was seeing more recently uh, throughout your guys' social media, and I was slightly disappointed because I couldn't get too much into it. I think that it was a little a little bit more into your guys's area, but you you dudes were. Uh, on this Rock Garden Live. I'm not super familiar because I'm not from the area, but from what I understand, it's like a TV station out your guys' way, and you you guys were on TV, right? Can you talk to me a little bit about that?
3: Yeah, sure. So um, Rock Garden Live is a brand-new TV show that's featured on our, our local CW channel here. It's brand-new. We're one of the first fans to actually be on it.
1: Well, congratulations. Um, so we, it was awesome from it was what awesome. I saw in the video. Uh, thank you.
3: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we can get some more videos up of that soon. Um, but yeah, that's it's run by a local producer here in our city, Mark Goldie. He's great. He's awesome. Um, but yeah, we we just went in there. We we normally play with backing tracks, but for this show, we really wanted to keep it really organic because that's kind of um, Appleton. I would say is a very it's a very artsy town. So like they really love the organic stuff. So instead of backing tracks for this show. We hired a rhythm guitarist,
1: and we hired um, a keyboard player. So with Rock Garden Live, how long was the entire set? Like, if I was sitting down and able to see this on TV, how long was it? What songs did you guys play? Give me an idea there.
3: Well, we recorded about, I believe, an hour, 10 minutes of material, and about 40 minutes of it came or got onto the show because it was an hour-long show with commercials, of course, so... I believe we played like 13 or 14 songs. I believe 9 or 10 made it
1: onto the show, if I remember correctly. Yep. Alex, did you fuck up a song? Is that why it got cut?
3: Nope. Yep. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> no, like, I don't think it was, it wasn't up to us for which songs. I mean, we played a lot more songs live, obviously, you know, from what George just said. But ones yeah. um, that made the show, it was up to the guy. Uh, the guy who ran the thing, Mark. Uh, who got to choose which songs I mean he he was straight up honest with us he said he just picked his favorite songs and those were the songs that ended up on tv Uh, mastermind was one of those songs that made it on so we're really excited
1: now yeah you guys kind of mentioned this a little bit at the beginning but is there going to be a way for us and all your fans to check out more than just one video of this performance because the quality was awesome the sound was incredible uh victim of the sea is that the video that i'm thinking of yep that it was phenomenal seriously phenomenal so is there going to be more coming that we will be able to see
3: uh thank you first of all but and uh to answer your question yes um as far as when i don't know is that yeah. something yeah, you gotta you gotta run
2: through the guy like or can you just do you have access to it could can just post it whenever you want i mean what What sort of stuff you got to go through in order to be able to post that and share that?
3: Uh, I believe this. We were actually this is like the second season of the show, and we're the we were the first episode of the second season. I believe there's talks about releasing more of it Mm -hmm. on online when they get done with the season. So that might not be for a while, but there's definitely talks about getting that stuff online for everyone else to see.
1: Yes, yeah, there's a good chance. I think it'll be cool, you know, if if there is a little bit of a delay because you have a lot of really good things coming down the pipeline. Obviously, May 5th, we've got the new EP coming, uh, the Mastermind. So, you can let that play for a while and then, you know, you can treat all your beautiful fans with some of the live footage from Rock Garden Live. So, we're looking forward to it, guys. so look, uh, before we move on to our final segment, which is going to be the fan frenzy segment, it's my favorite segment. Uh, I just want to ask real quick, with with this new EP dropping on May the fifth, wh- what comes after that? Is, is there? Do you guys have plans for like a definitive release show, and is there a tour that you guys are going to be setting out on in support? There is there is plans for a definitive release show. And that's going to be in our
3: hometown, Wisconsin. I can't really say much more about it right now because we're we're in talks. We're actually going to announce it moderately soon. I want to say.
1: Yeah. You don't um, want to leak it on balls. Spinning Thoughts
2: podcast, do you? You've already shared the song. <laughs> you might as well release more information.
3: Well, yeah, the song is enough of a leak, I think. But yeah, I, I, th- yeah, you're right. We're out, working out the details. But there is one coming, and as far as the tour goes, um, we're still trying to figure out our way into the touring world here um it's just all a matter of timing and finding the right band or bands to to, you know tour with and but i do think a tour is in the foreseeable future as well now as
2: far as your release show goes would it sway you in any way if i were to tell you may 5th is my half birthday and that would be the greatest half birthday present that i could (laughs) ever have is to have that release show on may 5th
3: well, you can get you can get the EP
1: on yeah, iTunes. Yeah, that and seems like a pretty Dubai. damn good birthday present. Brianna. Well, that's a damn good birthday present. But why are you being so greedy? Here you are, we're debuting <laughs> Reckless for the first time. Then you want them to tell us more about their release show than what they're willing to do. Now you're trying to like leverage them with a half hey, birthday. Half birthdays are important, bro. Dude, that's half ass. It's not a half.
2: No, birthday. half birthdays it's are half important. Ass. And and a Cinco de Mayo, which which you know, I'm not Mexican myself, but. Uh, Cinco de Mayo is a huge day as well.
1: Some, <laughs> sometimes I wonder why Brandon is a co-host of the Spinning Thoughts podcast. I do. I wonder it. Um, you wonder all you want. Guys, Um. so we've been talking about this for the entire episode. So I'm really elated to transition finally to one of our favorite segments of the podcast. We've only been doing it for a few episodes. And we really only do it for bands that have really loyal Beautiful, engaging fans, and, and GSK certainly, certainly fits that mold. So, for those who don't know what the Fan Frenzy segment is, uh, basically, before we interview a band, we go on Twitter, and we ask the, the band's fans to send us questions to ask. So, uh, guys, we've got a few questions that we'd like to ask you from your fans. You guys down with that? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Awesome. All right, I will kick it off here. So we've got at Alexa Goldberg asking, I'm guessing all you guys can answer this one. How was your first date? Holy cow. Okay, Uh, well, for me,
3: my first date ended up being a very long relationship, (laughs) but it wasn't a very good one. Oh, that's a shame. So, think the first date wasn't bad. This is getting dark fast. <laughs> yeah. The first wasn't bad. yeah, how about you guys? Uh, I, I think I took my first date. I think I took her to Pizza Hut. That didn't last very long.
1: I would date you, bro. If that's if that's how you kick things off with me.
2: <laughs> Take Angela Little Caesars. You
1: got yourself a lifelong partner. I swear to God, I'd still be with you today. So we got... We've got Pizza Hut. What what's what do we got is the last first date? The last first date uh it was it was with a hot girl
3: and I was extremely awkward.
1: <laughs> no. Did you ruin it? Yeah.
3: <laughs> How old were you at the time?
1: I don't know, like 15. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there. She's probably <laughs> she's probably listening to this podcast because there's millions of listeners to the Spinning Thoughts podcast. Of course. And she's thinking, man, that's the one that got away. Why didn't he fucking take me to Pizza Hut? <laughs> um, Brandon, speaking of pizza, why don't you ask the, ne- the, the next question? I will.
2: Uh, at Morgan Needs Sleep wants to know. Going to ask a serious question. What is your favorite pizza place?
3: Ooh. Favorite pizza place?
1: Mm. Before you guys answer, you know New York and Chicago are known for their pizza, right? But a uh, a major component of pizza is cheese. So I would think that Wisconsin <laughs> would have to have like some pretty fucking amazing pizza places. Standout
2: cheesy pizzas. You would
1: have to think so. Can can you can you elaborate?
3: Ooh. There's there's some good there's some good places in Wisconsin. A lot of them a lot of my favorite places are actually New York style pizza. Oh um, there's a cool cool place called Polito's. Um that has some awesome New York style pizza. And Uncle Sal's Sal's and Appleton is good. Do you, you have a favorite place, Bo? Don't say Domino's. No, <laughs> I won't. I um, got a, I got a copy. I'd say probably Polito's is a really, really good place. Okay. Very, very greasy.
1: <laughs> now we had um we had a will away on the podcast a couple of episodes ago and in that we were it was pie day it was march the 14th so we of course uh did our due diligence and talked about pizza pie and um the truth finally came out that my favorite pizza of all time it is my favorite food of all time if i was dying it would be my last meal would be little caesar's pizza do you what? guys... Do you guys have... <laughs> serious, Brandon, shut up. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys have any opinion on Little Caesars? Are, are we on the same page, or, or are we different? On, Dude, there's on not I a think,
2: chance. I can tell. These dudes are I, sweet. I they don't like to, Little Caesars.
3: I think it's two yeses, one no. Yeah, Alex definitely is not a Little Caesars fan. Me and Paul will we'll eat it. What do you always call them, Alex, when the commercial comes on?
1: Say <laughs> Say it. <laughs> Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. Little
1: fuckers. (laughs) You know what? Just because you guys rock, I will not hold that against you. But anybody else, you'd be you would definitely not be a friend of mine because Little Caesars is my shit. And I tweeted I tweeted at Little Caesars a couple days ago and, and asked them to sponsor this podcast. They haven't gotten back to me yet. That's I'm, because
2: they know they're not the official pizza of the podcast. I, I did make it vocal that I don't like Little Caesars. So they're like, uh, that Brandon dude ruined it for us.
1: I've known Brandon for about 10 or 11 years. I'd kick your ass out of this podcast in a heartbeat if Little Caesars wanted to sponsor us and said, Brandon's got to go.
2: Oh, dude, get out of here. I, <laughs> I would gladly leave oh, Little Caesars. Is, I'm not taking a dime from those fuckers.
1: Uh, <laughs> all right, so um, <laughs> we, we are really, really getting into detail here, and I love it. But um, we're still on the Fan Frenzy segment. So the next person up, and, and I want to just say thank you to all of the Green Screen Kid fans and the listeners of Spinning Thoughts Podcast for participating on the socials uh, with this. It was a lot of fun to see your questions. We try to get to as many as possible. Uh, my Chemical Tessa Asked what was the funniest thing that happened during the recording for the new EP. Hmm. Oh, uh,
3: oh, that that guy, that guy worked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know like, Okay, so I, I don't I don't remember if Alex and George were there that day. I think it might have been a vocal or a guitar day, so it was just me. But when we were in the studio, it was like they were just moving into a new building. Um, so they were having like construction workers like. Like, kind of remodeled the inside of the place. And, um, like, there was this one, like, straggler who was just there, like, just hanging around and, like, checking it out. He was a cool guy, but uh, I don't know if he knew that, like, I don't know if he could, like, understand that we could hear him. Like, he was, like, talking to himself really, really loud. And um, all of a sudden, like, a cop car would drive past outside of the studio. And all of a sudden, he's just by himself in the other room, and you could hear him yell at the cop car, just, Fuck you! <laughs> like, and, and, like, he would just be, like, singing, like, he, like, he'd be listening, like, music really loud, and, like, just in the other room, just, like, punching the wall. It's like, Symphony of Destruction! <laughs> it's, like, it was crazy. Like, it was, like, for hours on end. It's like, a it shame ridiculous. that you guys
1: didn't get any of that, like, picked up in the mics and put it on to the EP. <laughs> I think that he gave us a lot of inspiration
3: for the sound of the I think Symphony of Destruction would have been a a great bonus track.
0: (laughs) Had they not been hearing
2: the the Megadeth, this would not have been as in your face
1: as it turned out.
3: (laughs) It was was in the wall.
1: It's got to be, I think. I'm, g- I'm going to take this next one, Brandon, again, real quick. So uh, we got a few more here in the Fan Frenzy segment. So we've got Danny underscore Bell 95. And she's actually, she's a sweetheart. She's been reaching out to the Spinning Thoughts podcast for the last couple days ever since we announced Green Screen Kid coming on. So I'm really grateful for her. Um, she She said to you guys, I hope you come to Mexico City. They, as in you guys, are incredible. Please greet me. Do you guys have any plans on going to Mexico City? I was just in Mexico like two weeks ago,
3: but um, I mean, eventually, yes, we want to go to Mexico definitely and uh, perform there. I don't know how long away that's going to be, but it's definitely uh, one of the places we want to perform. I feel like as far as playing internationally goes, Mexico would probably be one of the easier places to play. Yeah, that if we were as long as as long as Trump doesn't fucking
1: build an eight thousand. Foot wall. Yeah. yeah, you're
2: going to have to climb a 5,000-foot a wall to get over. So,
1: <laughs> Brandon, why don't you take the next one? We've got, I think, two more for you guys here in the Fan Frenzy segment.
2: Yep, the next one, at running back to you, which I'm not sure if they are running back to you or they are a running back to you. Uh, but either way, <laughs> they ask your favorite. This is specific for Alex as well. Uh, your favorite one OK rock song ever. And
1: this is what we were talking about. You guys kind of segued oh, into this.
3: Oh. What was that? Low battery. Low battery on my you're, phone. You're, fine. Okay, you're fine. We're, we're fine. But anyways, to answer your question, my, my all-time favorite one OK rock song is the song Deeper, Deeper. When the bass line comes in, um, it's just a fucking kick-ass rock and roll song. If you haven't heard it, you should definitely check it out. That's my favorite one.
1: Awesome. You heard it there. From Alex to check that one out. What was the title again? Uh Deeper Deeper by 1OK Rock. There we go. There we go. All right, guys. So we've got one more here for you. Again, I just want to thank everybody who participated and sent us questions for the fan frenzy segment. You'll have more opportunities in the future. I'm sure Green Screen Kid's gonna come back on. Yeah, uh, it
2: ain't gonna be the last time we hear from Green Screen Kid.
1: Right. So um I want to give a special Shout out to at TornadoFan32. Before we announce a band being featured, we always post a blurry photo of the band and ask fans to guess who it might be. So at Tornado Fan32, she actually guessed it correctly within minutes of my tweet. Instantly. So, right. So she knew she knew you guys even when you were blurry as shit. So congratulations to at TornadoFan. Thirty-two.
2: She actually made us feel bad. She's like, "Why would Blurry you?" Blurry face. Yeah, she
1: yeah. was. She was like, she was like, "This, this is
2: too easy." Like, what well, you know? Yeah, you no, guys should have made it harder. This is no reference to Twenty One Pilots. On I know. <laughs> so, um,
1: at Tornado Fan Thirty Two, she, I know you guys haven't said anything about a definitive tour, and I'm sure there's one coming here soon enough. But she wants to know, will you guys come to Virginia on tour? She wants to see you.
3: Why not? I mean, yeah, it's right in the state. So I think that any, you know, any place in the state is very doable for us.
2: On their way down I mean, to Mexico not- City, they're going to stop in Virginia. There we go.
3: Yeah. There we go.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: I feel, especially around the East Coast, I feel like that'd be really easy to
1: tour to, especially.
3: So definitely we'll keep that in mind when we're, when we're trying to book a tour there.
1: There we go. At Tornado Fan 32. Expect a Virginia date here. So, dudes, look, um we've kind of kept you a little bit past the time frame that I told you. So my apologies, but uh, I'm going to assume that you're okay or else you would have hung up on me by now. So thank you for your time and for being on the spinning thoughts podcast. Before we go, we are at the end, but before we go, is there anything else you'd like to add or to say to your fans and your fans? Guys, seriously, they're awesome. We're kind of envious. We want more of your fans to be fans of us. So anything else you'd like to add or say?
3: Well, I mean, we we just want to thank our fans for tuning into this podcast and for, you know, just following us. We're not a very big band yet. <laughs>
1: I would disagree. Yeah, but, I
2: would also. I, I'd slightly disagree with you on that, but go ahead.
3: Uh, but we, we're just thankful for all the passionate, loving support from our fans all around the world and in Wisconsin. And we want to thank you guys for having us on the show. It's been So much fun talking to you dudes. Yeah. Thank you guys.
2: Anytime at all. You're welcome. Anytime.
3: My friends. Absolutely. Guys. Our favorite podcast to work with.
1: So yeah. Yeah, yeah. You
3: kind of fell past, but it was a blast. So who cares?
1: (laughs) Awesome. Hey, we got the approval that we needed. That's all we were looking for. So, um, guys, make sure you hang out when we end this recording. We're going to talk off the air for a couple minutes. Uh, but I, I just want to thank you, Bo, Alex and George for being here on Spinning Thoughts podcast. We we love and appreciate you. Of
0: course, yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. much. Thank yeah.
1: you so much. Be good, my brothers. Once again, we want to thank Green Screen Kid for being with us here today on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. I had a really really great time, Brandon. Do you feel the same? Dude, I most certainly feel the same. I
2: cannot wait to hear the rest of this EP, The Mastermind.
1: It drops on May the 5th. You're going to want to check it out. But before you do that, you've got some time to check out the Spinning Thoughts podcast. We're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts Pod. We're on Facebook and SoundCloud. We really do encourage you to subscribe to the podcast for free on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and more. Our website is SpinningThoughtsPodcast.wordpress.com. Starting off from the Spinning Thoughts podcast. This is Angelo
2: and this is Brandon leaving you from the Spinning Thoughts podcast World Music Megaplex here at Evergreen Studios. Keep on rocking out with your peace
1: out.